In this episode, Dr. Rob and Corey Davis dive deep into gut pH, pneumonia, and, well, explain what the difference is between culture versus medium, so what to look for in a good probiotic. What about culture versus medium? How do you feel about that? Have you yeah, bought into another... the whole... Yeah, how do you feel about that, basically? That's, an, that's another great question, and I think that you and I would both agree that the actual outcome... So, so to me, like creating a beneficial pH environment for the gut is probably the best thing we can do for the, for our own microbiome. I've seen a lot of, okay, they did this really interesting study recently, Rob, where they had people shake hands, right? We know the microbiome covers us. It's all over our skin. It's within our guts. It's everywhere. So the question was like, if I shake your hand, Rob, will part of my microbiome slough off onto your hand and will I be able to test for my signature microbiome on your body? And um, the answer is yes and no. Sometimes people have aggressive strains of bacteria that can colonize another person's hand and take over for a period of time, maybe even months, where it actually alters your microbiome for a while. Um, and then it may go back to normal. But most of the times, we have kind of a, an innate microbiome inside of our guts and on our bodies that kind of stays static. You may be able to disrupt it for a while. Things like antibiotics obviously really devastate it and you may not really recover from that. But generally speaking, if you give your gut the right condition of a pH environment that is slightly acidic uh, and beneficial for bacterial growth, positive bacteria, then oftentimes your microbiome is gonna return to its normal homeostasis. So so I like to, to think that anybody who's generally healthy, that would be the better way to go about um, doing that work. And when it comes to somebody that has, let's say, an infestation of negative uh, yeast in their gut or another condition, like you're saying, maybe IBS or um, maybe um, MRSA. Ulcerative colitis. Crohn's. Yeah, something that there may be some mystery bacteria or yeast going on disrupting the environment. I can't then argue for only the medium, only the, the ferment metabolites and bacteriosins and all this stuff that's the acidic compounds basically that are created during fermentation are enough. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, Yeah, I think like in the case of, so I like the case of antibiotic use because that Mm -hmm. wipes everything down. If you speak to most medical doctors, especially 10 years ago, I think now a lot of them are coming, uh, you know, uh, moving forward with, with the natural health industry on this, Mm -hmm. but they believed and still widely believe that if you wipe out the micro first of all, you're never just wiping it out. That's kind of a blanket Mm -hmm. statement, but let's say dramatically Mm -hmm. reducing, killing off the good bacteria. Bacteria grows so rapidly that it's going to grow back. Mm -hmm. Um, But the naturopathic, natural health industry would sort of say that, yeah, but you're, you're kind of leveling the playing field. It's, it's not just about the types of bacteria and them growing. It's about balance too. Mm-hmm. So if you have an imbalance of good bacteria, good and bad bacteria, and it sways one way or other, it can dramatically affect your health. Mm-hmm. So I do think in the case of an antibiotic type of situation, for sure, you do need bacteria, uh, live bacteria. But I, I still, I, I, in that case, I think even from fermented foods, good, high quality, uh, unpasteurized, let's say fermented foods that you can trust because that's another major point, right? Pasteurization is done for a reason. It's actually very good when you're dealing with the mass market because you don't want to get E. coli or some bacteria that could be dangerous to you. But yeah, 
um, if it's done properly, if it's local, if it's somebody you trust, you know, they've been doing it for a long time. Anyway, you know what I mean, right? If you're eating fermented foods, I think even still that should be enough. Most of the time, I think the reason why people have so much problems is because they'll, they'll undergo antibiotics or they'll have a huge bout of diarrhea or constipation or IBS. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not eating these foods. They're eating more of that meat, potato, bread, cheese diet. Mm-hmm. So that's where they're sort of missing out. Um, yeah, they're creating an environment for their gut to proliferate bad bacteria rather yeah. than good Yeah, in bacteria. a situation when they've already... So I think in that situation, eating more fermented foods is good. Supplementation, sometimes I think... I mean, if, you, if, you, if you're at risk for developing, let's say, pneumonia or something where you'll be in the, in the hospital for surgery or something, I think having good quality probiotics that have higher dosages are warranted, but you don't want to be taking them mm-hmm. forever. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that um, there's something to your own... Now, of course, if somebody has a serious disorder and they want to change their microbiome, I think that there are ways to do that. I know that there's a new um, implantation method, right, where you can actually take somebody's stool and blend it and implant that into somebody else and get some really fantastic benefits that I'm seeing. So because there's benefits there, that means that people can develop a kind of a, a homeostatic, let's say, set. Like this is this is my microbiome and it's made up of this, that this can be a negative microbiome, right? And it can create neurological issues, can create digestive issues, all sorts of stuff. And then if we change it, then we can actually create better health. So I think that there is an argument there that if that is one's condition, if one does have a overly negative natural microbiome, adding bacteria to that, if done properly, can really affect people. Yeah. And I've even seen people become more mentally acute almost in, more intelligent in the, in the way that they think and process information when they make their gut more intelligent by actually introducing bacteria strains that are um, perhaps superior than theirs. This is just anecdotal. I don't know if there's any well, research I, on that. So I, I think it has more to do with the food. So it's part of it, but it just so happens that a lot of uh, foods that contain these strains, is it the bacteria? Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably has something to do with it, but mm-hmm. those foods tend to be super nutrient dense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, your point. They just do. And, and typically meals that you would eat with fermented foods are also probably more nutrient dense, probably contains more fiber. You're, you're, if you're eating these foods, you know, first of all, a lot of these things are salty too. Mm-hmm. So you might be drinking more water with it. There's all sorts of mm-hmm. things. Um, you know, mental acuity, that's my number one neurotropic, right? The, uh, yep. the old water, water <laughs> pill. Right. H2O. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chemical. Watch out. All chemicals right. are dangerous. Yeah. That's right. So I think I, I, I've really been sold on the idea of the fermented food and the fermented medium much more than the high dose mm-hmm. cultured probiotics. I really, really have. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think the high dose cultured probiotics, they just die off too easily. I've been really sold yeah. on that. I really do. I, mm-hmm. I believe it. And um, I just think you need both. If you've had surgery, or you have antibiotics or you're at risk of pneumonia, or if you're older mm-hmm. and you, you might be at risk of a hip fracture having high quality probiotics that have a very good medium mm-hmm. with a higher count of probiotics. I think that's the ideal situation. You want to have that by you because if you're at risk of hip fracture, I mean, it's textbook. You're going to end up in the hospital, you know, and you're at high risk of developing pneumonia, antibiotics, and then, you know, worse.